Welcome to the Emotional Baddie Show. If you're a queen who feels and feels deeply, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kat Munoz, and in this podcast, we'll explore how life becomes easier when you lean into your feelings and use them to work for you rather than against you. Your emotions are not who you are, so even if you're a saddie from time to time, that does not make you any less of a baddie. I'm going to teach you how to use your emotions to deepen your relationships and to become the sexiest, most expressed version of you. It's time that we start making the most of this human experience and recognize that feeling is a superpower. I want to talk about flaws today, shortcomings, weaknesses, so to speak. Something that I talk about a lot is loving and accepting yourself no matter what. Loving and accepting who you are and the fact that you will have flaws. And you do have flaws. We have flaws. We are not perfect. We are human as fuck and we fuck up and we make bad choices and... We have things that we suck at, <laughs> and that's, that's just real, <laughs> and I think that it's completely okay to have flaws. I'm not necessarily saying that you have to love your flaws or love your shortcomings. I wish I was better at cooking, and I don't love the fact that I'm not. I could change that. If it was super important to me, and sometimes it is, I could change it and I can learn and I could get better at it. That's kind of a vague example. I'll come up with something more as I'm talking about this. But trying to say is we don't have to love our flaws to fully love and accept ourselves. I don't have to accept the fact that I'm a shitty cook and just be a shitty cook forever. I can take matters into my own hands and learn how to be a better cook and not accept that. Or I can be, or I can accept it and be like, yeah, I'm a shitty cook and like, boo fucking who? Oh well. And love myself anyway. For me, it's not about the flaw, it's about the understanding that. I am imperfect and giving myself permission to show up imperfectly. And when I can love and accept myself for who I am, that is what gives me the freedom to get to know myself without any judgment. I can tell you from firsthand experience when I didn't love myself, I couldn't look at what I was bad at or really look at what I was good at because when I looked at what I was good at, all I saw were the flaws. And when I looked at what I wasn't good at, all I did was feel inadequate and feel shitty about myself because when I didn't accept myself as I was right now, in the moment, you know, at the time, um, I, 
I, I couldn't see any of those things clearly because all I saw was my flawed humanity and I didn't see my worth because I allowed my flaws and I allowed my weaknesses to dictate my worth. In my mind, it was like, oh, I'm super bad at, you know, dancing. (laughs) There was a time when I thought that I was really bad at dancing. And in the industry that I was in, I was a dancer. I was surrounded by other dancers. We were on a dance team together and we performed a lot. And when I thought I was shitty at dancing, surrounded by all these dancers in the dancing world, I felt shitty about myself. As opposed to now, I paint a lot. I paint a lot um, for other people. I, It's one of my side hustles. I make money painting. And I know that I'm pretty good at it. I know that it's a talent of mine. And I know that and can accept that. And I can appreciate that about myself and kind of say it objectively. I don't mean it in an arrogant way. I've just learned to see what my talents are. And there are a lot of things that I could improve on in my paintings. There's a lot of techniques that I don't know. There's a handful of styles of paintings that I'm not good at. And doesn't matter how much I try at this point because I'm not really trying. <laughs> I, I, I don't do certain um, kinds of paintings well. And now from an objective place in this place that I'm in where I do love myself and I do accept myself, I can look at that objectively and say, I'm okay with the fact that I don't paint certain styles well and I can accept the fact that I'm good at certain kinds of paintings and you know I could improve on certain kinds of painting paintings if I really wanted to and I know that that doesn't mean anything about me as a whole human being I know that there are some times when I could be a lot more patient with my kids and I do lose patience with them sometimes and that, you know, can be categorized as a flaw. And I know now that whereas before I would get so hard on myself and so down on myself and you know, punish myself for days if I lost patience with my kids and it affected me and it affected them, like when I was punishing myself, when I was on that, you know, self-deprecating, like, ugh, punishment for those few days, it affected the energy of my entire house. And, you know, that really sucked. And now I can say, okay, Um, Do I want to cultivate more patience with my kids? Absolutely. And also, I can still love and accept myself where I'm at right now. And those times, those moments when I do lose patience with them, I don't have to punish myself for it. I can see it. I can recognize it. And I can say, okay, 
that wasn't okay. I made a mistake. I can apologize to them. I can take accountability and move on from it. You know, we have this inner voice, this inner critic that's telling us what we're doing wrong, that's telling us where we're falling short. And I don't know if that ever goes away. But what I have learned about that inner critic is that oftentimes that voice isn't my voice. Oftentimes that is has come from beliefs that were put onto me. From things that I've learned from society or from teachers or from parents or other people and trying to live up to expectations that were never mine to begin with. And sometimes I have this inner voice telling me that, hey, you're not really good at this. <laughs> hey, uh, you could be better at this. Hey, you could do a little bit more research on this thing rather than just diving in without like really thinking about it or considering it first because sometimes you can be a little impulsive. And that's true and that's real and that's why I think that it's important to listen to your inner critic with an aspect of curiosity and an aspect of observation because that's how you determine which voice it is. Is it a voice outside of you? Did this voice come from, you know, some kind of expectation that your parents put on you growing up? Is this voice coming from you trying to live up to the role as a mom or a wife? Or is this voice trying to communicate truth with you? Is this voice trying to, attempting to keep you from, keep you from making a mistake or hurting yourself? And this is where intuition and self-trust come into play. When you are building self-trust with yourself and cultivating a relationship with yourself that is built on love and acceptance, you can decipher where that voice is coming from. Are you getting an intuitive hit, a gut feeling that whatever is happening isn't actually right for you? Or are you just hearing this nagging voice in your head that's telling you you suck for the sake of sucking? Because there is a difference. And it's up to you to decide what you're going to do with that information once you process it. Different people desire different things and have different definitions of what it means to be their best self. And right now, I'm in a point in my life where I'm no longer trying to be hella excellent or hella strong. I have put those expectations 
on to myself for a really long time. Oh, I need to be better and I need to be stronger and I need to stop being so reactive when I'm in an uncomfortable situation. And now I'm like, fuck all that. I just want to live and I just want to enjoy it. And I want to actually be myself and like it. Like me. And that changes sometimes. And I am also giving myself the permission to fluctuate and the permission to change my mind. Sometimes I do want to really improve certain areas of my life and I acknowledge that I need to work on those areas of my life and then I do because I want to. But it's because I want to. It's not because I feel like I have to. And I also recognize that there's an element of privilege to that. There are a lot of people out there that need to show up a certain way and to cover up aspects of who they truly are in order to be actually safe. That's real too. And that's why I don't say that what I talk about are hard and fast rules. Everybody is different and self-trust looks different for everybody because every self, every person, every human is different. And what works for me might not work for you. But that's the point is to listen to yourself, is to build trust with yourself enough so that you can hear what you're saying to yourself and decide, okay, um, is that actually how I feel? Is that what works for me? Or am I only thinking this because that's what Kat said? That is not what I want for you. I never want people to listen to me for the sake of listening to me. I want you to listen to yourself. I want people to question things and decide whether or not something works for them, whether or not it makes sense for them. I'm always telling my kids this. I'm always telling them not to just accept things for the sake of accepting it, but to really think about it and contemplate it and decide for themselves is this what feels right for me? Does this make sense for me? And I also tell them in the realm of flaws, if they're not good at something or if they fall short in a certain way, that they are still fully worthy and fully divine and their flaws don't measure their worthiness. And to me, those are two completely different things. The point is, is that they are sovereign as individual human beings and their sovereignty over them and their bodies and their minds and their souls isn't trumped by me just because I'm their mom. And I believe the same goes for me and the same goes for you. You are sovereign no matter what, and you get to decide what you do in the ways that work for you. You get to build your relationship with yourself 
in the ways that work for you at your own pace. You get to build self-trust in the ways that work for you and you get to decide if you're going to listen to that inner voice or not. You get to decide which parts of it are true and which parts aren't true, what you're going to take seriously, what you're going to brush off, and it is all up to you because you are sovereign over yourself. And to me, that is the whole point of what it means to love and accept yourself as you are. I hope you had as much fun as I did. If you were feeling this episode, please hit subscribe, leave me an amazing review, and share with your friends. And if you're ready to make the most out of your superpower, go pick up your very own emotional baddie guided journal and grab a t-shirt too. They cute. The links are in the show notes. Go check them out. And you know, I love to hear from you. So head over to my Instagram at the emotional baddie. Say what's up. I can't wait to connect with you. With that, I am signing off. Catch you on the next episode. All my love.